G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Bundy here with Prudy's Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. This time talking Alex's choice for Fallout Down Under, which is FWA, The Rise of the Future from 2019. Alex, how are you, mate? Yeah, I picked a really random show. <laughs> That's not uh, a bad thing. No, I was like, I'm not even going to pick anything I have any emotional investment towards. I'm just going to pick something I've never watched before. And just watch something for the first time from a promotion I haven't seen. And I saw this one. It had Maddie Wahlberg on the thumbnail. So I went for it. <laughs> that was enough to sell me. Yes, and it didn't cost you any money. No, no it cost you money. Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you can find this on YouTube. So, if you want to watch this and see what we're on about, check it out. FWA: The Rise of the Future from 2019. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to say this was a fun show to watch, even yeah. without commentary. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's always going to be a um a downside for some of these matches, uh, some of these uh, free shows. But there's a couple of wrestlers here that mate that changed my mind about matches without commentary. Yeah, like there's two particular performances here where I'm like, wow, I never want these guys to have commentary for their matches ever again. <laughs> They're really entertaining without it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, Future Wrestling Australia, sometimes known as Frankie Wrestling Australia. I think they've gone back to Future Wrestling. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> that was late 2019, early 2020, where they did the storyline that, um, oh, what's her name? Frankie... Um, Oh, I can't think of her last name in wrestling. Um, Frankie apparently brought the promotion and changed the name from Future to Frankie, and that's why it's called Frankie Wrestling Australia. Right, okay. All right, I always um, thought that was a weird name. Hang on, I'll see if I can... Oh, it won't... This is not going to work, but I'll give it a try. Uh, open a new tab. But, yeah, it is still Future Wrestling Australia, Frankie Wrestling Australia. It's all the same company. Um, where the heck is my tab? Tab, cola. Sounds good. Yuck. No? Get no. in America, soft drink? Yeah, I've had it. It's... You know what is actually great, and everyone I know that's ever drank it thought it was disgusting. Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper. Yeah, I think it's fucking. I think it's bloody delicious. <gasps> Get out. <clears throat> Bit of spiced rum with some Doctor Pepper. Whoa. Okay. That that <laughs> that might be acceptable. <laughs> After the races, mate. <laughs> uh, where the... I don't know. Yeah, just I don't know. I can't find it, and I'm not gonna say so, it if I don't know. In case it's the uh, 
it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you might have seen her. Sometimes she does. I think she was ringside for a lot of the PWA shows when they were out at the academy as well. Yeah. Um, see. But, yeah, it was late 2019 where they did a story where she took over control of the company. I think it was from Five Star Flash. Frankie B? Yeah. I kept thinking Frankie J, but that's the um, the Australian Idol guy. Frankie J Holden. Yeah. <laughs> wow, who is this? I've never seen him before. Really? You need to watch more wrestling. Apparently so. Anyhow, yeah. So Frankie B took over control of the company. Remove Future from the name, put Frankie in there. Hence why sometimes it's referred to as Frankie Wrestling Australia. <laughs> oh, boy. But this event, um, yeah, as Alex mentioned, it's a free event on YouTube coming to us from Darrell Country Club in Darrell, inner Sydney, New South Wales. Should we get into some of the results here? Yeah, let's do it. So for the FWA Tag Team Championship, Big Fudge and Jude London, the champions, defeat Donnie Mako and Jax Jordan. Yeah, all right, let's talk about this match. Yeah, go this, on. This is one of the performances that I was saying where, thank God, they didn't have commentary for this. Fudge was just so on his game. For this one, he was so funny all throughout this. Man, this is just great. Um, also, had just tip of the hat to Donnie Mako coming out to a heavy metal version of uh, Daddy Shark, Baby Shark. That song, just great. Um, yeah, this match was so much fun. It's a silly comedy match, but it's just so much fun. It was so heartwarming. I just love Big Fudge so much. Yeah, Fudge is always going to be fun. Um, Jude, jeez, this... I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Velocities would have been a thing. It's just they're not a thing in this company yet. Um, Donnie Mako is sort of a future prospect rising star, and Jax... Donnie Mako's unrecognisable here. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And uh, Jax is... I'm just trying to think of the timeline because COVID has screwed my Aussie wrestling memory. Um, so Jax would have either no this is february so this might be before jack's forms uh black shirt cool group yeah this is before that i'm pretty sure because yeah there was another show from the same time and it was before concrete davidson was doing his black shirt cool group gimmick gimmick that i was almost going to pick that show but there was a few people i didn't want to talk about <laughs> yeah and that's 
that's another thing too. There, a, a world there's a couple series of wrestling uh, show. There's a couple of shows and a couple of uh, people who are, uh, to put it nicely, cancelled. Yeah, well, there was a World Series wrestling show that I almost chose because I had Concrete Davidson in a match against the Young Bucks for the tag titles. Unfortunately, Concrete Davidson's tag team partner is a piece of crap. Oh, yeah, I know uh, <laughs> who that is, and I'll just say I never really liked the guy, but seeing what came out about him is a lot worse than I ever thought. Oh, yeah. But fun wrestling, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about wrestling we like. Yeah, um, big fudge. <laughs> I, I, I just I love him. I love him. I, I want to know, like, he's got such a soothing, deep voice at times. It's like, I bet you this dude's probably a stud under that mask. <laughs> he's probably just like this real, like, normal-looking dude, and then here he is on the weekends and he's, like, pretending to be an ice cream luchador. Yeah. <laughs> just um, such a... I, I want to live his life. <laughs> I think, have you seen any of the um, the FWA shows where Fudge does commentary or any of the PWA shows where Fudge does commentary? I've seen him on commentary for PWA and he's really good. Yeah, if you see any of the um, the FWA shows where he's done commentary before, he's really, really good on commentary. And if he ever did make the transition, I think he'd be like a um, a good fit for a newer company who are looking for... Uh, someone who can do good commentary. He'd be Australian Excalibur. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a pretty good, um, pretty good comparison. Yeah, like even the tone of their voices is somewhat, somewhat the same amount of de- deepness to it. Um, yeah, but I thought this was a fun opening match. Man, it's crazy how much Donnie Mako's like body and like look has transformed and how much better he's gotten from this point and it was pretty good here yeah yeah i I agree this is this is a good um tag team match showcasing the um sort of the future of your uh your uh division here i guess yeah yeah (sighs) Usually there's a way you can bring this up, but it's not going to work because they haven't entered the data. Nope. Usually if you click on it, it'll say like how long the champions have been uh, champions for that time. I'm just going to do this the old-fashioned way. See when they did get the um, titles. So at this point, they've held the titles for over 500 days. Crazy. And it'd be another two months before uh, what Jude would kick Fudge out. Oh, okay. So that's what happens. Yeah. So Jude, Jude's held that title, held that title for like a thousand days. Yep. Crazy. Um. Next match here was for the FWA Mercury Championship Tournament semi-final matchup of Caesar defeating. Parker Thomas. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I figured Caesar might be your new favorite gimmick, right? Why is that? Well, you love pirate stuff. Yeah, Caesar and oh, the Buccaneer come out usually tag team matches in FWA. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I said, first time watching FWA. <laughs> so, yeah, this was, like, really funny to me. Yeah, the rum thing. Caesar had a really high-pitched voice, so you just occasionally hear, like, this, rum, 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 and it's from him. And I was like, oh, yeah, good for him. At least he's trying to get a chance started. Um, Parker Thomas looked pretty good. Never seen him before. Yeah, yeah, I think. Can't really say if I've seen him anywhere else off the top of my head. Mm. Uh, Nui? Yeah, he's been in Nui Pro a bit. Although oh, Nui, okay. Nui Pro hasn't run for a while. IWA yeah. as well. Yeah. Invictus. Yeah, so he's he's been in a few different promotions, but um he's sort of those that guy if he's um not on the main Nui Pro cards, you probably haven't seen him before. If he's not in uh, PWA in New South Wales, you probably haven't seen him before. Yeah. Um, your four-tier right guy ended up moving on. Yeah, well, the crowd was into him, so put him over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Caesar was had a lot of support from the crowd in the end, and I thought that was a great little match. Um, I forgot to mention at the start of this show, we got bit of a promo with Ricky South as a heel with uh, his name, Nicky something. Oh, Nicky Van Bleet? Yeah. Nicky Van Blair or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was great. Saying Ricky South as a heel. you got to keep in mind, I've only really watched Ricky South since he left SMS and was like a red-hot baby face. So... This is my first time seeing Ricky South as a heel, and I thought that promo was fantastic with him and Eli Drake. Um, so you got uh, more Nicky and Ricky South involved in this match as well, which I thought was just great. Um, Nicky's so, so awesome. Like, really good. Yeah. Like, such a strong character. Just... The way, like, Nicky was just going back and forth with the crowd was just so great. I completely agree. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to think of their their faction name, and I cannot think of it off the top of my head. Debauchery. Wow, you do have a good memory. (laughs) Yeah, because he said a really good line at the end of the show, like, Everybody needs to indulge in debauchery. And he walks away, and I thought that was a really good one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I love this whole act of debauchery with Parker Thomas, Nikki, Van Blair, and Ricky South. I thought it was a really strong gimmick. Um, yeah. I just would have had them as baby faces, to be honest. Yeah. Um, can't really argue there. So, uh, I've lost where I'm up to. What match are we up to? Uh, Jasmine Vittoria and Belle Pierce. 
Yeah. Um, I thought this was a good women's match. Um, Bell is someone you're familiar with. Yes. Jasmine, I haven't really seen that much of her uh, in our time reviewing shows. Um, any thoughts on her? Well, she looked pretty good in this match. Uh, her manager was really good doing some trash talk outside. Keegan Brettel. Is that it? Sounds yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't was... ask me to pronounce names on this show. I think we've established. Yeah. So Keegan was doing some... <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, Keegan was doing some good just trash talk on the outside of the ring, which I thought was really good. Um especially for a show with no commentary, the more talking that happens like from managers and stuff like that, it really makes, makes it a lot easier to watch. Um, yeah. I thought Jasmine was pretty good here and bell, like very solid as per usual. Um, bells like improved so much since here and she was pretty good here too. I said the same thing about Donnie Mako, but yeah. Yeah. I completely agree there. Uh, Following that, an unsanctioned match, Keegan Brettel defeats Five Star Flash. Yeah, a bit of a plunder match, if you will. Um, Five Star Flash, I have not actually watched before, but you had shown me stuff of him as Stone Cold Steve Austin for a show. (laughs) Yeah, for an upcoming show against your boy, JXT. The J-Stick. I'm actually wearing a JXT t-shirt. I have like seven of them. So Only uh, seven? Uh, yeah, well, one for each day of the week. That's all I need. Um, True. Um, yeah, but yeah, I thought Five Star Flash, like, yeah, really great at selling. And I thought Keegan Brettle was pretty good here too. I hadn't really heard much about either of these guys before, though, admittedly. Especially Keegan, I'd never heard that name before. Yeah, I thought this was a um, a good match, um, good sort of um, introductory to these two people if you haven't seen them before. Yeah. Uh, next was JXT. <laughs> Do you have an actual J stick that you're slapping every time? <laughs> I've got a fruity stick. Of... No, no, let's not say that. BPG. Um, it is no, the witching I'm... hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I do have a couple of those glow, those glowing J sticks here somewhere. Yeah, I've got. I think I put mine away. Uh, I've got them in a cupboard somewhere. Yeah, but um, we can hey, talk yeah. about them later <laughs> because they get involved in a match. Yes, it is JXT defeating Silvio Milano. Wow. All right. Silvio, like, is someone I am very familiar with through PWA now. And JXT, obviously. (laughs) But Silvio, seeing Silvio here, had the character. I'm going to assume this is very early in Silvio's career. Because he had the character straight out of the gate. But his wrestling was pretty bad, yeah, to say the least. Just green. You could just say it. 
And uh, I have no issues complaining about his wrestling here because I know how good he's gotten since. Yeah. So I don't feel as bad about criticizing him for for wrestling, for looking like he was a bit lost a few times and being a bit all over the shops with his footwork and stuff in this match because I know how good he gets later. But, yeah, man, out of everyone I've seen on this card and then I've seen wrestle this year on a different show, Silvio is the one that's improved the most out of anyone. Like, it's crazy how much Silvio has gotten better. Yeah, you're, you're definitely not wrong there. He is doing uh, so good. And if, uh, I think, if, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I think if the pandemic hadn't, had not have happened and he was booked more on Academy shows coming into this year, he may be getting um, a bit more feature time, even either... Uh, towards the top of the Academy shows or maybe even a Black Label show. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree there. Yeah. So, yes, I am being a bit of a bitch about Silvio. Yeah, he was horrendous in this match with JXT. And I thought JXT did really well to get him back on track at times where it looked like Silvio was lost. Yes, I am bitching a bit about that, but like I said, Silvio's gotten so good since. So yeah. good since. There was just times where he just... The running and the footwork just seemed a bit weird. And for someone that's never gotten in the ring, who am I to complain about the footwork, whatever? But, yeah, something seemed off. Fair enough. Uh, the FWA Men's Heavyweight Championship match. Matty Wahlberg, the champion, versus Sam Osborne ends in a double countout. Oh, my God. Let's talk about this match. Okay. Uh, the floor uh, is yours, my friend. All right. Sam Osborne is generic blue-chip baby face with Cesaro rugby stuff around his legs. Oh, my God. I forgot about the Cesaro rugby stuff. Yeah, that rugby wrap around his legs. Remember when Cesaro was first brought in? Was it by Teddy? And he had Oksana as his uh, girlfriend, fiance, manager. Yeah, and, and he, he was introduced. Yodeled. Sorry? And he yodeled. Yeah, and he was introduced as the Swiss rugby player. Yes. Has the man ever played rugby professionally? I don't know, but he probably would be really good at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he seems like the sort of guy that if he had a crack at something, he'd be really good at it. Yeah, uh, I, I don't doubt but, yeah. But, yeah, this was like seeing, um, like, if you've never seen Randy Orton in 2002 and you only knew him from his, like, current incarnation... And then you finally go back and see Randy Orton in like the blue biker shorts with the yellow stripes on the side. That was th that feeling for me, seeing Sam Osborne come out here as generic, like blue chip baby face with the biker shorts. I was like, who is this guy? What? What's where's, happening? 
where's Don Manel and his Bondi Beach coffee and yeah, where's his coffee cup and where's his bloody sweater around his neck? Where's that awesome theme song like Rubber Band, Rubber Band Man? That awesome song that was on Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, like oh, it was just crazy. Also, Sam looked huge here, like so much bigger than he is now. Um. I, I don't know if yeah, that was I just because of the outfit, but like something about him seemed huge here. Maybe he just doesn't look as big now because he comes out with a sweater around his neck. I don't know. But yeah. Um, Could be perspective too with where the, um, the uh, camera and that is here compared yeah. to like your normal PWA show and that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so Manny Wahlberg comes out here and I don't know who is trash talking in the audience, but there's like a former retired wrestler in the audience who he keeps calling fat boy. And he's just like trash talking the crap out of him. Manny Wahlberg, by the way, the other guy I was talking about where I don't think he should ever have commentary on his matches ever again. Cause this dude does not shut up during his matches. Yeah, well, just you wait. Re- yeah. Resigned to NXT, Maranala. Oh. Um, yeah. So at one point, like, Matty Wahlberg gets in the ring here and he's trash-talking all of the wrestlers at the gimmick tables behind the camera. And then he just, like, looks at the camera and goes like this. And then does the finger pistols and does like a stupid look on his face doing the J JXT J stick pose. And I don't know what it was, but seeing Matty Wahlberg do JXT's pose made me so happy. So, so happy. <laughs> Just yeah. a, a clean up on aisle five sort of moment for me. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a good match. I thought this was great. Um, Matty Wahlberg at one point, like, looking at the wrestlers at the gimmick table whilst he's got Sam Osborne in, like, a headlock or something, he goes, it's about time i got to wrestle someone here that actually has a decent body on him. He's like, <laughs> crap talking all of the wrestlers at the gimmick table. This entire match is just, like, just talking trash to every single person. And then he does this spot at one point where he has like Sam Osborne set up on a chair. He puts another chair in front of it. He gets a member of the crowd to sit on it, but the member of the crowd just doesn't want to. So he just like pushes the crowd member into the seat and just goes, sit down, you idiot. And he does a big jump over the crowd member onto Sam Osborne. And I was like, man, I would have killed to have been that guy in that chair. <laughs> I would have um, loved to have been called an idiot by Matty Wahlberg. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I suppose. Um, now, do you want to explain what happens here uh, at the end? Yeah, they just brawl into... Oh, actually, Carter Deems tries to get involved, which, yay, love some Carter. 
Um, but Sam Osborne takes him out outside the ring. And then Matty Wahlberg starts brawling with Sam Osborne outside the ring. And it, they start brawling into the gimmick table at one point. <laughs> I, they get counted out. And then at one point, Matty Wahlberg, like, <laughs> slaps Sam Osborne in the face with one of JXT's glow sticks. <laughs> which I thought was so good because <laughs> um, it just makes a really loud sound, even though it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> it's just really funny. And then they just start brawling. And then all the wrestlers at the gimmick table pull them apart and they announce for next month, it's going to be a Falls Count Anywhere match. Classic booking. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was uh, really good. Want, left the fans wanting more. Left the... um. The, the crowd wanting to come back. I thought it was a really good, really good uh, match. Made me want to come back for something yeah. that's already happened. Yeah, yeah and that's a, that's a point half the time. If you can do that and draw in the crowd again, you're doing your job right. This is a show with no commentary, and, and by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I want to watch another one. I don't say that. Like, if... <laughs> When we do our Australian monthly reviews, if a show has no commentary, I just close it normally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. so this is great. Um, so women's match. Women's yeah. title match. The FWA Women's Championship four-way match. So it is Savannah Summers, the defending champion, versus Tali versus Kingsley. And they are defeated by... Zena, who is the new FWA Women's Champion. Yeah, Zena, so good. Kingsley, so good. Savannah Summers, really good in this match. Tali, I want to say more of her. Yeah, I suppose you haven't seen too much of Tali. You might have seen her at a couple of the MCW girl shows, and that may be it. Yeah, I think... um... I'm more familiar with her from some of her appearances on, um, gosh, off the top. What's the name of the podcast? On the Turnbuckle. Yeah. Yeah, she had a few appearances on there that I was really familiar with her from, and I thought she was just wonderful on that podcast. So, yeah, I hadn't seen too much of her wrestle, but I was already a fan of her just from her podcast appearances. Um. Yeah, Savannah Summers even, like, I just started seeing her wrestle because she, in RCW, but, like, I hadn't seen too much of her before her recent run. Um, Yeah, she was great here. Kingsley, obviously, like, I think she's the next Aussie woman to get poached if it's not Jessica Troy. Um, And then Xena... We don't see too much of Xena anymore, do we? Not not recently, no. No, because she's really good too. She's so good. All four of these women are fantastic, and I thought this was probably my match of the night. Close to it. Yeah, I can't disagree with you there. I thought this was a, a really good matchup. Um Right choice there in the... Um, oh, of course, she was on Deathmatch, yeah. The person who went over, other than 
that yeah it's um it's a it's a good thing and knowing what happens in 2020 with some of the um the storyline involving uh Tali, Kingsley and Xena around the women's title it was really good uh long-term booking yeah definitely <clears throat> so yeah Xena took a break during the uh the pandemic came back in February for an FWA match and then a uh a match death match down under yeah but uh I suppose we should talk about the main event yeah 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 that is, is a fact of life yeah so <laughs> it is Ricky South versus Eli Drake Eli now, Drake for those unfamiliar where was Eli at this point um this is 2019 so he's probably in NWA Power yeah. yeah, he's doing power. <laughs> um, oh, probably he... just about to do power. <laughs> he is out of impact, though. Oh, poor impact. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but um, I suppose it's weird seeing like um these people come over um wait where oh he's over in um he's in a bloody i don't know who you're talking about he's in uh nxt now yeah yeah la night la night yeah yeah so uh this would have been uh, he's in his final days here of uh, NXT, uh, NXT, uh, TNA. So, yeah, as I go here, early February. So this would have been uh, leading up to Eli and Eddie defeating the Rascals uh, on a taped uh, February first impact. Yeah, right. Does he hit squad? Follow bar. Da, 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 da. Ba, ba, ba. Agree. <laughs> oh my gosh. Eli and Eddie defeated LAX with help from Lucha Bros. I do not remember that crossover. Oh, yeah. The Lucha <clears throat> Pentagon's like a former Impact champion. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Pentagon won the Impact title at one point. Positive. Impact oh. tag team champs. Oh, okay. All right. I th- thought he won the world title. Penta. Uh, Three main match. Solving Austin Aries. And da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Here, I'll go up here. Pentagon El Zero Miedo. Uh, Impact. Yeah, world champ, one time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good. 
I Good was for right. him. Yeah, you were yeah. right. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um, going to be really funny in like three years' time being like, oh, remember Kenny Omega was Impact Champion? How funny was that? That's gonna. That's what it's going to be like, us reacting to Pentagon was a former Impact Champion. That's how it's going to be like in three years' time. Hey, remember Evil was a former uh, New Japan Champion? Yeah, pretty much something like that. Like, oh, remember Jinder Mahal, World <laughs> Champion? I still don't get that decision, but sure, why not? Yeah, well, they had to put him put the title on him for that big show that we're going to have in India. So they took the title off him a week before the Indian show. And, and right. then he, and then he lost to triple H at that Indian show. <laughs> Doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah. I will the pedigree golden... you and you will not get back up. The, the biggest return in the most, in most recent years, the return of triple H's golden shovel. Um. Yeah, so let's talk about Eli Drake versus Ricky South because I thought this was way better than I thought it was going to be because I wasn't too sure if, like, an Eli Drake coming over would have his working boots on it, and he certainly did. Yeah, this was not what I expected given some of the reports I'd seen of Impact people coming over for... WSW, namely one former Impact X Division champion. One option C guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... That was another guy that was on that World Series card that I did not want to talk about. Yeah, we can talk about that off air in a moment. Anyhow, now... Wanker. I'll go on record. Anyway. This match, I felt, was really good. Um, So good. Eli Drake has his working boots on. He's probably finished the impact tapings, if we're honest at this point. So he's doing a few indies before he goes to NWA. Yeah. Because he's in NWA by April. Yeah. Yeah. So this... Yeah. Cheap pop, but yeah. Oh, goddamn! Now I'm doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky South, great match as well. Yeah, there was some really funny back and forth about who who takes their jacket off first as well. So I thought that was great. At uh, one point, like Eli Drake puts his jacket on the on the ring post and then Nikki Van Blair just walks over and takes the jacket off the ring post and throws it on the ground. Uh, so much good back and forth stuff here. Like, yeah, Eli Drake had his working boots on. He was doing some great technical wrestling here. It blew my mind that this was such a good match because you usually see these, show, these uh, Australian indie shows where, there's that one international star in the main event. The whole cliche is you do that one promo at the start of the show to hype up your main event. That international star comes out at intermission to do, signed all the gimmicks and all the merch, 
And then at the end of the night, they phone it in and have like a five, ten minute main event. And they go over. But this is not what happens. They have a fantastic match. I don't know how long it went. Maybe 20 minutes. It was pretty technical. And Eli Drake put Ricky South over. So good. How many times can you say that within sort of the big five promotions, someone here national has come over and lost? Yeah. Because the two big ones that I can think straight away off the top of my head is um, uh, Jonah versus Naito, Slex versus Okada, and we both know how those went. Yeah. Good matches, just the New Japan guy won. Yeah. And they wouldn't have been allowed to come over if they were going to lose. Um, yeah, like I, the only other one I can think of was one that I was at, which was uh, Mad Dog beating Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre for the Outback Championship wrestling title. Yeah, that's another one too. Yeah, it's still really funny that Mad Dog beat someone that's a that's now a former WWE champion, a Royal Rumble winner, all that sort of stuff. Sign <laughs> Mad Dog. Hey, yeah, give him... A... I, I want Mad Dog versus Nick Gage in GCW. Make no, it happen. just put that in Deathmatch Down Under. Maybe. Yeah. I want Mad Dog to go over there and kill it for a bit. Yeah, that too. Get you famous. Do... Get what famous over is, there, bring the fame over here. That's you, that's the game plan. You work the territory over there, then you come back and you work the territory over here. Yeah, then once, they, then once you get really over over here, you get out. <laughs> you get out when you're on top, brother, and you go to a new territory, brother, and you don't go to that Vince Jr. up in New York. Paydays aren't quite what they used to be back when Terry was over there, brother. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, this was a really fun show. Thank you for choosing this. Yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised with how good this show was. This was awesome. Like, top to bottom, no real complaints. Like, I have my complaints about Silvio, but I thought JXT still pulled a pretty good match out of him. And they had some great banter back and forth with JXT's dick flap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's some um, good funny stuff with that. So, yeah, every single match is worth going out of your way to check it out. There's something redeemable from every match. Um, did Brian Cage sort of wear that gear years ago? Similar what, to JXT? Uh, Connor from the Ascension did. Was yeah. Dick Flap. Remember the Ascension? Yeah. Why aren't they all elite? I'm shocked they're not impact yet. Honestly. That's where those sort of guys end up, right? Impact? Oh, I suppose speaking of uh, where guys end up, did you see the big guys poll? Yeah, I voted retire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um... So he's. This is the second poll he done. 
the first one, I actually gave him a genuine vote and I voted for Impact because I would like to see him show up there. I'd rather it if he didn't show up in AEW. <laughs> um, and then the second time around, is like, please, guys, please be serious about this poll. This could really, like, help me decide what I'm going to do next with my future. Please just don't vote retire because it's funny. But he still had retire as an option. Obviously, he wants us all to click retire. He's obviously just trolling us into thinking that we're trolling him. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, the big guy. Uh, we'll have to do that show one day. Yeah. I, I, I was considering leaving that show. <laughs> For either up next or post, the yeah. uh, the infamous uh, was it AWF tours where Ryback was on there and there's like twenty people there. Yeah, so that was another show I saw on the playlist that I picked all the shows from, and I saw the comments and everyone's just like, "Oh, this." show sucks so bad oh no one even cares i was like oh normally i love bad wrestling but i'm kind of in the mood for something good today let's pick something good (laughs) yeah so so uh depending where i'm going next it might be one of those guys who get that one (laughs) yeah that's good (laughs) spare us the uh the embarrassment of that plus they like bad wrestling from what i've heard yeah. Ah, uh, there. So I suppose um, a beer rating. If you want to give out a like an MVP of the night, I suppose you can too. Yeah. Uh, well, MVP's hard to give out. It's like Big Fudge and Matty Wahlberg, obvious like honourable mentions. Honourable mention to Tali here really stood out for me, but. Just due to my exposure to them before this, which was pretty much nothing, and how much they stole the show every time they came out, Nicky Van Blair. Yeah, that's a that's a really, really good choice. Um, did you say how many beers or just the MVP? Just MVP. Uh, I'm um, going to give so... this... I'll give this beers if you want. <laughs> um, oh, give me a moment. Um MVP for myself, it is hard to look up and down, but I think Fudge for me, just because he set the mood for the night and it was a really good um, good way, if you're watching back on VOD, um, to bring in the crowd at home as well. Yeah, definitely. I can't say enough about how Big Fudge set the tone. Like, normally, if I click on a show and there's no commentary, I'm out of there. But he kept me there. And then I stayed there for the entire show, all because of him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so how many beers do you want to give this, then? I want to give this, like, four and a half. Yeah, that's around where I was thinking. I was thinking uh, four. Again. um... If it had commentary, it'd probably be six. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Commentary, 
is always going to be a downside. Um, production values for this, I thought, were really good. Uh, yeah. Like, as far as Aussie independents go that aren't your big five, um, this was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. The, like, and the lone sort of, um, what the lone sort of um, bad match is what either Keegan and Five Star Flash and Jake's T or Silvio, and they're not really that bad compared to some of the stuff we watched last year by any means. No, no. I'd, honestly, like, I, I didn't hate the Keegan Five Star Flash match. It was like a kind of bull crap, like, gimmick match plunder match so that was fine it was something different and jxt and silvio in the ring technically there was something off but there was still some great like banter back and forth yeah yeah i agree um i suppose from there anything else to add for this not really i just yeah i really enjoyed this promotion so my first time seeing them, and they they got me to bite the bait a little. Fair enough. Um, so with that being said, uh, where can the good humans find you? You can find me at Fruity Alex on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at WrestleOzStar with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Ozstar, and you can find Chris at. I am Chris Funder. As well, you can go back listen to the entire Wrestling All-Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, using the RSS feed found in the show notes below for your podcast of choice, including Apple and the weekly wrestling wrap available Wednesdays on YouTube. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah.